Hi and welcome to the Foot This, Foot That podcast with your hosts Biggie and Smallsy. Hello and welcome back to Foot This, Foot That, the only podcast in the world right now. Yeah, if you're listening to anyone else, just cancel them now, alright, because we don't like it when people are two-timing, alright, you're either with us or you're not, yeah. right, no, no cheating, right. You right. I don't care if you're listening to Gary Neville or any anyone else. Get rid of them. All right, because you don't need them. Yeah, don't be a slut. Listen to us. Yeah. Right. So we're going to touch on some transfers again, aren't we, Biggie? Or else. Yeah, we're going to touch on some transfers. Um, as you may or might know, we've obviously grown quite well. We've only been live two weeks. We've managed to stretch abroad to a couple of countries. Uh, more, more than a couple. Yeah. Um. Off the back of that, what's managed to happen is I've had some direct contact with a little chap in Spain who doesn't want me to mention his name, but we'll call him Juan for the uh, for the recording. I like that. I like that. But Juan has let me in some inside info about Frankie De Jong and his potential transfer to Man U. I can believe he um, he's, he reached out to us. Yeah, uh, it was a real nice message. Uh, in in put it in English, even though it was quite hard to sort of piece together because his English weren't brilliant. If I'm Probably honest, had a couple, hadn't he? Yeah. So one, <laughs> if you're listening, mate, uh, just <laughs> use Google Translate next time. It was an absolute, absolute nightmare to to decipher your Egyptian hieroglyphics <laughs> that you wrote <laughs> wrote to me in. However. He has come through with some important and some factual news. Did, did he have some news on Benji's and Hens? <laughs> 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 on Benji's and Hens. You dodgy But good old Juan has come through with some absolutely <laughs> blinding news about Frankie Dion, and you are hearing it. What's he saying? Here What's he saying, Smallsy? I know you cannot wait to Pre- hear this. Preach it, preach it. Frankie Dion. Obviously, he proposed to go to Man U, isn't he? Eric Tenard's doing everything he can to get Frankie Dion over the over the threshold. Do you, do you think he's what they need for a start? Personally, no. Um, I don't think getting another big name in there is what they should be doing. But for all the Man U fans, obviously, he's a great player. Yeah, they need something to cling on to, don't they? Bless him. Uh, so look, Juan has told me direct, told us direct, should I say, that Frankie Dion. Don't want to go to Manu. He's got no interest whatsoever in going to Manu, and that's why you're getting all this this media around the fact that he's um, he's not willing to leave Barcelona without his seventeen million contract. Yeah. It's what? absolute bull crap. Why, if you're looking, why would he want to go? Well, that's it. You you look at Barcelona as a team, Champions League. You go to Manu. What what they're going to play next year? Europa. Well, you're not getting Champions League football, like you said. It's Europa League football. We all know Manchester. I bet you if you check the weather forecast now, we're, we're recording right now, but it's 30 degrees. It is baking. We are sat here in my hot box, sweating our tits off, right? I bet you, if anyone's listening in Manchester, as we record this right now, it is pissing down my brain. <laughs> yeah, it will be. <laughs> Manchester knows nothing else. <laughs> They're pissing all over the cobbles. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, Juan, good thing about Juan is he works for a Spanish newspaper. And he gets all the inside info, so hopefully he'll come back to us with a bit more news in the fu- in the future. Obviously, hopefully I haven't just disconnected him by yeah, slagging yeah. off his English. Might <laughs> well, if you are sat there in your sombrero, Juan, um, you can send us a bit more. But what he's saying is, is that all this <laughs> Mexican person. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. so we, we, we glass of Rioja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever you get up to, Juan. 
Um, but what he's basically saying is that all this talk around the, the contract and the seventeen million that Barcelona owe him, they do owe him this amount of money. That's not that's not he, untrue. He, he wavered his wages, didn't he? For yeah, to help him out with that. Yeah, yeah. but what he's yeah. doing now is he's using it as an excuse to stay at Barcelona, yeah. and that's that's ultimately what he's doing. He's just bought. Wouldn't you though? So yeah, I would. So a bit more info for you from Juan. Frankie de Jong's just bought a brand new house in Barcelona. Uh, brand new now? Absolutely brand new. Well, you literally, why would he want to go then? Literally bought it a week ago. So, I'll tell you right now, my new fans, you ain't getting Frankie de Jong. Nah. There it is, straight from the horse's mouth. Straight from Juan's mouth. I can imagine. I, I mean, I know you've read the bit from Juan. Uh, I, I haven't read it myself yet, because you've gone, you've gone out stuff a lot more than me. But, um, some reason I can just imagine it's from Seville. Sevilla. I, I, where's it from? Again, uh, again, I don't want to disclose too much information about him. I don't want the I'm press. Gonna, I'm going to find out about what. Yeah, you will. You will find out off air. But just, I don't, just write it down on paper now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want the. Uh, I don't want the press obviously hunting the Juan down and find out why he's um, giving us oh. false false information. It's from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was from there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice, nice little area that. Uh, so Juan. Hope you're listening, buddy. Thanks for the news. Keep it coming. Any other dirt you've got on uh, a bit of Spanish information, a bit of Spanish transfers? So, shall we move on from... In fact, we'll stay on Manu. Uh, we'll look at the Martini, Martinez. Martinez, yeah. yeah we've we, just we, gone over. We, we, so, we, we touched on Martinez in our last transfer um, on our last transfer episode. And now, it looks like the deal's gone through. Um, £57 million, um, for Martinez from Ajax uh, to Man United. Now, if you ask me, I, I think fifty-seven million is a lot of money for a, a centre back um, that's five foot nine. Now, I, I've seen a lot of people uh, this week post um, videos of his compilation, uh, and it looks. Don't get me wrong; it looks like he's a brilliant passer of the football. Like he's like a centre back that can pass the ball like David Beckham, um, and some of the chances he's created from that. Uh, Exceptional, and I, I will not take that away from him. But I just, I'm not sure whether that's the player Man United need right now. Now we're going to touch on a, a very big centre back who I'm a very big fan of. Uh, that's just been snapped up by another Premier League team very shortly. But I just think Man United could have got better for the money in that fifty-seven million. Um, I just, I'm, I'm not convinced he's going to be the answer. I, I hope he is because I, I do like the look of him. I think. It's always nice to see someone that's just good at football, isn't it? You know, yeah. like a proper footballer. And how, how often do we get that at centre back? We don't get it often, do we? Like no. One we, thing that one thing I will say for him is he's already faced Haaland in the Champions yeah, yes, League, yeah. and Haaland didn't score. So the the issues that we maybe raised before about him being five foot nine, maybe he does what. You know, some of the smaller defenders have done in the past and just drops off and lets Harlan win them headers. And then, you know, he looks like he's got a bit of pace. Yeah, it does look like he's got a bit of pace. One thing I will say is when he played with Harlan, I think Harlan was probably still a bit, probably still a boy then. He's becoming a man now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's six foot five, he's he's packing on, packing on some muscle. Um, He's he's gonna come back ready for the Premier League, and he he ain't leaving any stone unturned. Haaland, I don't think. I think he's gonna to want to hit the ground, ground running and make a statement. And whether that's extra work in the gym, possibly. And I think his body's his body will suit to it. He's he's a bit of a freak, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just touching on obviously Man U, 
I think that puts Varane available, personally. Uh, just looking at what they've done. So they've... Ten Hag's... I'd rather have Varane than Maguire. Well, Ten Hag's actually just... Well, not just, but this week named Maguire as captain. Yeah. yeah, yeah so I, I can't that. see him getting dropped. Um, so that doesn't look bonny for Varane. It looks as though, to me, as though somebody leads... Could snap Varane up. <laughs> what, what has happened to Varane? We said it in the last one, but again, what has happened to him? He's won the World Cup, he's got the Champions League. The kids won everything. And like, can you remember, like, if, say, five, five years ago, someone said to you, write out your best World Eleven right now. I bet you 50% of people would probably have put Ramos and Varane without yeah. any second thought. 100%. What has happened to him now? Because he's still... He's not knocking on, is he? he? He should still be probably just getting past the prime of his career, but there's no reason for him to, to have did that much. I think the issue is he lives in Manchester. <laughs> it's it got just, to be. He has to be there has it, to be a Manchester Is it just that Blues. Man United cares? Like, yeah. I just do, I genuinely do think the cast at the moment. Uh, and can this Eric Ten Hag, can he break it? Maybe he can. I, I like the work he's doing with the team. He, he, look, he looks hard as fuck as well. <laughs> do, do you know what? The only problem I've had with what he's done so far, there's two problems I don't like. And Look, I'm not a Man U fan, so I couldn't really give a shit whether he absolutely destroys you or whether he, um, whether he sends you to the top of the league. It doesn't really bother me. But what he's done so far is, two, he's made a few decisions, but he's done a list of rules this week. I don't know if you'd yeah. seen them. Um, and a couple of them was you can't. One of the rules was you can't have your own personal chef yeah, anymore. There's no, there's no drinking during game week. Yeah. However, look at the fixture list. Yeah. Every single week is a game. I week. mean, every. To be fair, every manager is always going to come into a new club and make a set of rules, aren't yeah. they? And they, 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 maybe not all of them. No, but some of them are just like there's no drinking during game week, but there's then it sort of says there's no exceptions apart from that. Do you know what I mean? So. Mm. I mean, imagine you being a professional footballer. You go out for a meal with your ass on a casual Thursday. You've got you ain't got a game till Saturday, mm. and you have a couple of glasses of wine. You'll get snapped up. What's he going to do? Is he going to drop you if you're Cristiano Ronaldo that, playing up front? That's what he's saying he's going to do, though, isn't he? Yeah, so if you, I can't if see you break it. these rules, you will be. If you're late to training, that's it. You dropped. Yeah, and that's I, what he's saying. I as just well. can't see it though. I think if you if you are going to set rules, mm. you need to follow through with them because there's no way that if Cristiano Ronaldo. If if he's driving to training, right, and there's been a massive crash on wherever, you know, he's got to come down the fucking M6 or whatever, and there's been a huge crash, he can't get to training on time, so what, he's dropped the next game? You'll drop Cristiano Ronaldo, that that type of player, for the next game. Do you think, he, do you been a think crash. he's a fan of Ronaldo, though? I'm not sure yet. We well, he's, pra- he's, he's, he's done a big praise, hasn't he, and said that they want to keep him and they want to build a team around him, but mm. ultimately, you know... I said this before, and I still don't think Ronaldo. I think getting rid of Ronaldo would be Manu's best, best thing. Martial's done all right in the preseason games, hasn't yeah, he? He's been looking at him, yeah. And uh, Rashford, he, he looked like he played centre forward in the last game against Melbourne. I think it was. So. While you're on about preseason, one thing I did want to touch on is Nunes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the best of time, has he? Hundred million man, Darwin Nunes. Not really happened, has it? I mean, look, there's a lot of people reading into that very quick. What is it with hundred million men like no, they, they Nunes, Jack, Jack Grealish? You know, it's cursed. You know, I do. I do think Grealish might come good next season. Though. It's if he plays, isn't it, with the old yeah. uh, roulette? But so obviously, staying on Man U, <laughs> you've managed to sign Christian Eriksen. I mean, that is such a. 
deflation. If I was a Man U fan, where is Ericsson going to play? Somebody please tell me where. Do you, do you play him above Bruno Fernandes? Because I don't. No. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno's in my team every day of the week. And other than that, where are you going to put Ericsson? Because he, he can't play wide. I saw a real funny video this week. It was um, of a bloke fast asleep in a chair. <laughs> and it just had a picture of... Every man you coach when you see Ericsson having a sleep in Carrington and this guy just starts running in with a defib. Pretty to revive him because he thinks he's had another heart attack. <laughs> but look, Ericsson what does he bring what does he bring to you as do, a team? Do you know what he may bring? And um from next season, uh, they're going to five subs, aren't they? Yeah. So maybe there's a bit of strength and depth there, and you never know if you have a good cup run. Um, that might play into account a little bit. So I think what they've just done is stop him going to a rival more than anything. And I also think, you know, Bruno played a lot of games last year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Because he, he was pretty much the only one in that position, or the only one they wanted to play. Obviously, they had Lingard as well, but didn't want to give him any chances. He, he ain't good enough, Lingard. So you've obviously... Uh, You've, you've got a bit of support there, but look, I don't want to talk about Manu anymore. No, we don't. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Chelsea. <laughs> <coughs> Can we start on the centre-back that Chelsea have just got? Um, because I mentioned uh, I mentioned before about Man United um, signing this Marty. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Pete's just reading the notes off um, one of our previous episodes we've recorded tonight, <laughs> and he's having a he's having a little moment to himself. So we don't know what order uh, we're releasing everything yet. <laughs> but if this is before <laughs> what he's just read, you're in for a treat. <laughs> but um, oh, sorry, right, I'm back. You okay, right, yeah. right. So yeah, t- touching on what I said earlier about Martinez at Man United, I'm just not sure uh, they've put the right money about with that one. So they've got Martinez for um, anything around fifty five million. I think the exact number is fifty five point three million now. That's just come out at now. Chelsea have done a brilliant bit of business. I think they've signed um, Koulibaly from Napoli, and the the figure we've got for that uh, is forty seven point five million. So. They've saved, what's that, eight eight million or so? Yeah. Um, and for me, I think they've got a better player. Uh, Koulibaly is... Now, we touched on in the last transfer episode about um, how big of a loss Rudiger would be to uh, Chelsea. And I, w- I went quite in-depth about it, uh, and quite passionate, really, about what, what happened with it, because they, they let a really good player go and by just running his contract out. And he's well class for me, Rudiger. He, he's a big unit. He's powerful. He's strong, and he, he's quite tenacious and feisty, which, which I personally love to see in a defender. And I bet the fans love watching him play. Now, f- filling that gap is a really hard gap if if you want someone similar back in. And for me, Koulibaly is the perfect fit. Um, they've pulled it off. They've clearly. I think they've had this plan from the start, really, but uh, he's a brilliant player. Is he Cameroon international? Yeah, he's a big lad, isn't he? He's a big lad. I think he's got a bit of pace as well. Yeah, um, he's uh, he, he, he seems to eat up the ground from what, what I remember seeing of it. He's class, class on FIFA as well. Yeah, brilliant yeah, on FIFA. Yeah, which is how we obviously always judge players. Always, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, real good signing. When you look between the two... I think Martinez is a little bit younger, so Emmanuel might get a little bit more out of him in terms of that. Um, but I think we touched on it last week, didn't we? Age 
don't really come into it anymore. I don't think 30 is, is a problem mm. anymore, che- is it? What we'll say is Chelsea have got a player for now. He he is he's not far off elite at uh, Koulibaly and maybe this is the season he, he does become elite yeah. just because we get to see him a little bit more. Mm. 100%. Uh, staying with Chelsea, we'll move on to Sterling. That's gone through now, hasn't it? Yeah. We obviously touched on it before. Real good signing that. I think the price is a, is a very good price as well. £45 million for a 27-year-old in the prime of his career. England international. He's um, the highest earner at Chelsea now, isn't he? Is he on three fifty a week, is yeah. it? Yeah. Something around that. Um, one, one thing I will say on, on Sterling is, for me, so far in the transfer window, that's second best transfer. Um, What's your first? Jesus, I think. I think he's yeah. just a brilliant... Well, he's played two pre-season games now, hasn't he? He's got three goals already, Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. He's going to be unstoppable. Really good. Season. Yeah, really good bit of business. So. Uh, so we'll move on again. We'll have a look at Rafinha's gone, on. not he? Rafinha's left Leeds now. He's now a Barcelona player. Uh, I think they have unveiled him. Uh I think they're waiting for somebody to chuck a couple of quid in just so they can cover his wages. They seem to have issues with that. I hope, I hope his uh, unveiling is a lot better than that Ben Bellay one uh, signing his uh, contract extension. Did you see that? No, I missed so, um, Is it Os- Osama Ben Bellay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The winger at uh, Barcelona. Now, he, he was touted to go to Chelsea at the start of the, uh, the transfer window, but Barcelona have uh, managed to find the funds to keep him there. And he signed a new deal from uh, this year, 2022, to 2024. So he signed a two-year deal. Took a big pay cut from... Yeah, I imagine he will have um, for Barcelona. But, but, I mean, there's been rumours, isn't there, that Barcelona were existing five to ten years, isn't there, because they're in that bad of a financial situation. But um, if it's judging by uh, player reveals, um, I can totally get that with his, because... um, He's in an office, clearly in the uh, the training centre or the stadium itself, and um says his name on a whiteboard, and then it, it just says 2020 after it. So what, what Dembele does, recorded on camera, he, he walks up to his name on the wall, looks at 2022, and he just wipes out 2020, 2020 he just wipes out 22 at the end. He has a sharpie in his hand and just writes twenty, <laughs> just writes twenty four, and that was it. Little, I mean, little smile at the camera, and that was it. I mean, that's cheap. Isn't it? To be fair, one who uh, got in touch, I touched on Barcelona, and he told me that they've, they've basically what they've done. So every team per year sign a new sponsorship deal. That's why you obviously get different names on tops and stuff. Barcelona have gone ahead and given their sponsorship away for the next, I think it's either five or ten years, without reading the email that he sent, I can't remember, but it's certainly, they've done a lot of the future sponsorships in now, mm. in order to get the funds in so that they can process these transfers, so... Do you know what, they've probably lost out on that, because like, with inflation and everything, yeah, they could have massively. been getting a hell of a lot more money if yeah. they just waited, couldn't they? And obviously TV rights and stuff obviously go up they're, every they're year, in, they've, they've already signed, yeah, they've, so they've signed for at least five years from, from what young Juan was saying um, so we'll move on again uh, well we've, we've got written down Paul Pogba he's obviously gone now he's gone to Juventus he, I think that's good for Manu personally I think he's, he's going to do it again at Juventus isn't he 
Yeah, he be, will do. Be best player in the world. I know, I know he's gone to Juventus. I'd have loved to see him play in that Man City team, but and just give him a bit of a free free license, you know, playing next to Rodri or something like that, you know. But as a Juventus fan, are you happy with that? <laughs> well, I'm not a Juventus fan. <laughs> no, but if you are, if a I was, fan. if I was a Juventus fan, yeah. Yeah, because you'll have fond memories of him, won't you? Like, I think you've got him for pretty... F- well, you've got him for free. You've paid nothing for him, have yeah. you? You've obviously paid his wage bill, that's it. But <laughs> and does, it, does he come back better? Is he coming back a better player? Is he not just a disruptor, though? From what you've seen, he's obviously gone from Man U twice for on, free. On his day, he's fantastic, isn't he? There's no one that can compete with him, but... Hopefully, he just lets his football do his talking now instead of his shitty little TikToks that he does. Mm. Freak. Uh, needs a good bick as well, doesn't he? <laughs> he does, yeah. I'm sick of seeing his hair. Like, he did go real bald at one point, didn't he? Did he? Like, like Martial has. Martial's got a little pinhead now, hasn't he? Has it? Yeah. He whipped it all up. So, uh, I think we should go back to Barcelona and talk about the business we've done signing a centre-forward, even though they've got no money. <laughs> uh, Barcelona right now with me as a student when I was younger. Yeah, you know, you go out and you think, oh yeah, I'll get this round, I'll get this round, but I ain't got any fucking money. Do you know what's funny, like, you go to, you go into Carrington, you go into Carrington and you see them all eating like filet mignon steaks and things like that, you go to Barcelona, they're all sat there with pot noodles. (laughs) (laughs) My pot noodles got no mango sauce in, what's going on here? (laughs) Yeah, so Barcelona have snapped up uh, Lewandowski from uh, Bayern Munich, Uh, that's confirmed now. 42.5 42.5 million. Now, uh, he's knocking on a bit, isn't he? Yeah, he is a bit, yeah. Is, is that good value, would you say? I think in today's market, for what he's going to bring, I mean, you look at when... Uh, I said 30, it'd have been fair. It's around the same as Ronaldo, isn't it? Although he's a bit younger. But... I think they're sort of using as a, Bamiyang as a bit of a guide, aren't they, from what they've had out of him since he's gone there? They've played before as well, them too, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, so it could be a nice... Uh, Nice little partnership, that, couldn't it? Yeah, I think it will work well. It needs to be for them, really, because if they don't win something next year, they've mm. already spunked all the sponsor money for the next five years. They're going to be up shit streak, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they will be. Um, do you know what? I, I like Aubameyang as a player, but um, with Lewandowski going there, he's going to play centre-forward, isn't he? Which is going to put Aubameyang out wide again. I just don't think you get the best out of him there. No, you don't, no. Um, When you looked at his time at Dortmund, he was brilliant through the middle some reason Arsenal put him out wide as well I just it was, if you look at his record at Dortmund it was brilliant and then you just think well if you've got a goal scorer like that why are you putting him out wide do you think it's do you think it's confidence again we said it with Rashford before didn't we but I just think it's to accommodate other people into the team sometimes isn't it yeah like but you never see it anymore like a like a fast a fast forward playing off like a hold up forward you don't see that often because right? you don't see two forwards anymore do you yeah. there's no Mike Bassett is there there's no 4-4 four, four fucking 2 I love 4-4 four, four fucking 2 but 4-4 four, four, two, two, like, yeah it's, it's, it's natural natural to sort of to how you play really do you have to have that attacking midfielder now it just seems to be the new thing doesn't it you don't have that sort of I suppose the tackles are, are what they used to be when we played but you don't have that Centre midfielder who's a big hard bastard anymore, do you? You've got no, it's, uh, it's Calvin very, Phillips playing wrong with a man on his face, haven't you? And it's just very rare you see any team so with two strikers now, innit? No, yeah. I loved it before, I thought it was brilliant. So, one last one before we close on transfers, a little bit of Zinchenko. What's your thoughts on him potentially moving to Arsenal? 
I think it's. I think it'd be a good signing for Arsenal. I think the rumoured the fee around thirty million at the moment. But um, Kieran Tierney haven't really worked out, has he? No, it's not. It's very injury prone. Yeah. The thing with Zinchenko as well is he can play centre midfield, and um, he normally plays for for Ukraine. Um, so, and I've seen him play for Ukraine quite a few times, and he plays in that centre mid role really well as well. So. Don't know what Arsenal are looking to bring him in as. Uh, it probably will be a full back, uh, a left back, but he's he's flexible and he's played with Mikel Arteta before when uh, Arteta was at City, so he knows what he's about. Uh, he's he's done his trade at City and he's never really had a, a bad game for him, has he? He's... I tell you what, I will say, Arsenal doing the right thing this transfer. Yeah, they, they are. could potentially be a force next year. They've got the backing as well, and uh, <coughs> Arsenal fans must be happy with that. Yeah. Um, with some of the signings you've made so far, if you're an Arsenal fan, I don't know enough about that Vieira who they've signed. They've paid £34 million for him. He's meant to be all right. He, he, he must be decent, because looking at, obviously, Jesus and potentially Zinchenko, certainly just ticking the right boxes in the transfer window. What do you think they're missing? I, I think they're just missing a world-class centre-mid. Maybe not world-class, because I don't think they could get a world-class centre-mid in. But like Calvin Phillips should have gone there, really. Yeah, from that would have been a really good fit. It'd have been a good for Arsenal. For Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but obviously he's gone sitting now, where he's potentially just gonna sit on the bench, maybe. But I think he'll, he'll play, but it won't be as much as we want him to play, will it? No. Uh, what about Man City? Obviously releasing these players. What? Yeah, thoughts on that? they've let Sterling go. It's looking like they're letting Zinchenko go. Um, Having a bit of a clear out, aren't they? Yeah. No, Leeds picked up one of the youth players as well, the uh, Giabi, uh, centre mid lad, a young young lad. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He actually looks really good pre season, to be fair, from what he's played. Well, he should do if he's in uh, Man City's youth set up, shouldn't he? he should yeah. Be, he should be, should be a good player. Um, yeah, the, the, they've let a few people go. Now. <laughs> Only time will tell whether uh, they regret it or not, but it's very rare that Pep um, lets players go and looks back on it with regret, to be fair. It's, it's always kind of worked in his favour whenever he's let players go. I don't think he's ever really regretted it before. So is Zenchenko, is he in your nailed on Man City starting eleven? No, he's not. No. But so, then I think... However, he's a very, very good, reliable he's, squad he's player. He's a real good squad player. I think this is where... They've got nothing really after uh, Cancelo and Walker now, have they? Letting him go. And obviously Sterling going as well. They haven't got much after that either. I think I think the plan with that is to make sure that Grealish gets more time next year. Mm. But he but, might not if Foden goes on the <laughs> left. And I know Mahrez obviously... Ma- Mahrez has just signed a contract extension as well for two or three years. So. Yeah. But we'll just have to wait and see. So that's us wrapped up on transfers. Again, make sure you follow, like, share... Do your bit to get us out there. Yeah, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, give us a rating. Five stars always helps. If it's Apple, leave a comment. Make it funny. Show some personality. Otherwise, we're not bothered about you. Yeah. To be <laughs> fair, that's the only way we show any interest in you if you show interest in us. Yeah. So, right, we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you.